Welcome back to Alt.Advice, the show where we're interviewing the various alters of a single DID system. I'm your host, Bay. Riley! Alright. Riley, what are your name and pronouns? Riley. It, it's. Alright. And what do you look like? Spider Roomba. <laughs> what is a spider Roomba? It's Roomba. With spider legs. And I got a whisk. You got a whisk? Yeah. Wow. How old are you? I don't have an age. Okay. Do you... Let me think how to phrase this. If you were a human being, how old do you think you would be? A hundred. Why a hundred? Because that's really old. It is really old. I think you'd be about six. Ding! Okay. How long ago did you first split off? Ding! Um, I don't know. You don't know? Information not found. Okay. Uh, how did you pick your name? Was assigned. Okay. Who assigned your name? I don't know. You don't know? They're gone. They're ah. gone. Okay. Um, what would you say your role is in the system? We do, we do internal system maintenance. We make sure that people eat and take pills and go to the bathroom and remind them that things like kidneys exist. I'm glad your kidneys exist. How would you describe yourself in one sentence? Chaos. Chaos? Yeah. Why chaos? Because we serve the deer king. You Okay, who's the deer king? Rock. Okay. I've met Rock. Yeah. Okay, but he's not the one who named you? No. Okay. We were here long before Rock. Okay, but he's in charge of you now? No one's in charge. Ah. We just serve the deer king. Okay. Blood for the blood god. Cookies for the tiny bard. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I'm not sure I'm following, but how about we go on to the next question? Ding! What kind of music do you like? Ding! Um, um... Mm. Oompa music. Like, like, um, the frog song. I like the frog song. What's the frog song? Okay, that frog song, because I know many songs about frogs. I like frogs. You do. 
All right. What are your hobbies? Frogs. What about frogs? I I like to to catch them and then let them go and give them little pats. Um, and sometimes I build little houses for them. Okay. Do you have any other hobbies besides frogs? Um, um, I mostly, I mostly just look after people and do what the small, small deer boy says. Okay. Alright, this might be the hardest question you're going to face. Tell me a joke or a funny story. Um, um... Um, once there was a church bell and it went ding dong and, and the people were, were very happy to hear the church bells. And then one day it stopped going ding dong, um, and it went dong ding and everyone was sad. The end. Well, that sounds like a sad story. Everyone was sad. Yeah. But it's funny because bells go ding dong. They don't go dong ding. It's certainly contradictory and contradictions are an avenue towards humor. It's like clocks that go talk instead of tick. I've never met a clock that goes talk instead of tick. That's because you don't have watchdogs. This is true. I only have a regular sort of dog. We should give her a clock and then she can be a watchdog. I don't think that would be good. She might eat it. She would definitely eat it. What's your oldest happy memory? Um... Oldest happy memory. Sitting on the roof. What roof? The cabin roof. Up in Canada? Yeah, after Charlie put his foot through it. <laughs> but sitting up there was better than the part where he put his foot through it. Yeah. Okay. He almost put his foot in my spaghetti. I was cooking. Oh. And then there was a foot in my kitchen, so I went up on the roof, and then I sat on the roof, and I didn't come down because I got stuck. <laughs> Alrighty. How about we go to the next section? Okay. How often do you front? Um, um, I don't know. Like, a couple of times a month? Like, one, maybe two times? We don't do that a lot. We're mostly on the insides, because robot. Okay. What's your favorite part of the inner world? I like the shed. What is the shed? There's there's a shed, and um, it's really, really nice. It looks like a normal, like, wood shed on the outside, but on the inside it's, um, um, well, I, I can't tell you because it's kind of private because that's where we go and we make more Rileys. Oh, okay. Um, um, but I, I, I like it. It's, it's a nice shed. It's a good shed. It's very cozy. Okay. 
What's one thing you wish the rest of their system understood about you? Um, we are robots and we love you. Aw, that's so sweet. What's one thing you wish the world knew about you or your life? Um, we are robots and we love you. <laughs> okay. What's the best thing about being part of your system? Hugs. What kind of hugs? We get we get robot hugs from each other? Yeah. And sometimes the small ones will come up and they will go robo hug and then they'll pick us up and they'll put us down somewhere else. Awesome. And what's the worst thing you feel comfortable talking about being part of the system? I am very small and have many legs, um, and I am a Roomba, so I run into things, which is why they duct taped a whisk to me, so it would go and I wouldn't hit my face anymore. You have a face. I have googly eyes. Ah, on the front bumper? Yeah. Okay. They, they've... I can swear when I hit things. <laughs> okay. Well, are you ready to give some advice? I'll try. Okay. Um, this one was sent to Captain Awkward originally, so it's a little bit longer. Um, but it starts with a short version of the question, which is, how can I get my flatmates to help with the household chores? And the long version is, I live with several other adults, they clean the common areas, either not at all or on extremely rare occasion. I have lost every game of kitchen chicken, where you wait and you wait, you see who gives in and does the washing up first, ever. Part of this is because I was raised by a Joan Crawford-esque mother and grandmother who pushed messy, punished many sea children quite severely. Part of this is because my flatmates just do not seem to care about the mess at all. Despite my upbringing, I think I have quite reasonable expectations about cleanliness. For example, the bathroom should be thoroughly cleaned every couple of weeks and or before or after a party. Dishes should be done within a day or two, especially since we've had a couple small pest incidents. Everyone's personal business is his or her own business. Yet with these fairly relaxed standards, I'm still doing 90% of the work. I've tried having an open and non-hostile conversation with the flatmates about chores. I've tried humorous little quips and hints. I do not want to be a nag. I do not want to be a bitch. I do not want to be my mother, but I do not want to continue being the only one to scrub the loo or empty the dishwasher. Can you help? That's the short version? That was the long version. Okay. The short version was just, how do I get my flatmates to help with the household chores? Strike, 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 strike. Strike, strike, strike. I feel like a strike would be a lot like kitchen chicken, where you don't do it and you wait to see who uh -uh. does it. Because we we lived in this house. We lived in this house. We lived in this house. Okay. Um, and we went on strike, and it fixed the problem a little bit. Um. So how did you go on strike? So we said, "Can I, can I swear? Can I do a swear?" Yes. Okay. We said we said fuck you. Um. And we, we only did our dishes. So when we cooked something, we ate something, we washed everything right away. And, um, we had our own dishes. So, so we took our plates, cups, bowls, silverware, pots and pans. And we got a big, like, Tupperware thing. 
mm-hmm. and we put it in our room, and we drilled a hole through the the latchy bit on both sides. We put padlocks on it, and we kept the keys. Okay. Um, and we only washed our things, and we would only use our things, and we'd only wash our things, and we even got our own dish soap, um, to do it with. And kept it all in our tub and only made for us and only ate for us and only cleaned for us. And we kept our space clean and we put none of our things in any of the common areas ever. Um, and as for the bathroom, we were living close enough um, to our parents that we would, uh, when we would go over to visit our parents and to watch their dog, we would shower and we would only shower there. Um, so we had nothing in the bathroom and we only ever used it in like an emergency situation. Otherwise we would go and we weren't home. Okay. Um, and we went and we didn't touch anything and we didn't do anything and we didn't leave the room because the room was the clean bubble until all of our demands were met and we pasted on the refrigerator a list and we said, we are on cleaning strike. We are doing nothing until the house is spotless again. Um... And it worked. Okay. They cleaned it, and then we moved out. I think that last part was very important. Because we started looking for a new place. We didn't tell them that when we went on strike. We started looking for a new place because you should have a safe and clean environment. And if you have to live with roommates because of finances, then you should have clean roommates. Um, And, yeah. Have, like, a roommate agreement, too. That's a really good plan. Yeah, I think when the letter writer gets to their new place with their new roommates, they should sit down right away and be like, all right, look, how often do we want to have like a household meeting where we touch base? How, who is cleaning what, how often, what are the rules around eating? Are we like, is it free? Is it everyone for themselves or are we making communal meals or what? Set, set the expectations at the beginning and then you can say, hey, we talked about this and it's not getting done. What can we change to make it get done? That was part of the strike. We had been doing communal meals and buying communal groceries. Mm-hmm. Um, and every no one was like putting money in the grocery pot, so, but they were eating all of our foods. Mm-hmm. So, so we said, fuck you. And we got our own little uh, cooler. Okay. And kept all of our food there. And we stopped cooking for people. And people were like, where's the food? Why isn't dinner ready? And I said, fuck you, I'm on strike. It's on the refrigerator. I told you I was going on strike. I put it in the group message. If you want to cook, cook for yourself. And they're like, well, we can't cook. There are no dishes. (laughs) And I said, well, then you should buy some dishes. Yep. Or wash the few that came with the apartment. And they're like, but we don't like those dishes. We like your dishes. And I said, fuck you. You never clean them. So you don't get to use them. You don't respect my shit. So fuck you. Suck a dick and die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> did you say the suck a dick and die part? I did. I told... Actually, that's not exactly what I said. I told them um, the the exact words um, um, were uh, you can suck a dick and choke on it. Wow. All right. Um, I think, you know, I think after you've tried the open, non-hostile conversation and you've tried the hints, like, sometimes you just need to be aggressive. You know? Ding. Ding, ding, ding. Winner, winner. 
<laughs> sometimes, sometimes you just have to push. Sometimes you just have to be the pushy person and tell them, I don't want to live with pigs. You're acting like pigs and pigs sleep in the yard. And if you don't want to sleep in the yard, clean the fucking house. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can leave clutter places. Like looking around this place, there's clutter here and there. But I definitely make sure that the sanitary stuff gets done. We we fluctuate between uh, disaster space and uh, hi- hi- hyper fixating on cleaning. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way we get around that is our own space behind shut doors is our space to be a disaster. Mm-hmm. That's what I said, like, right when you moved in and, you know, right when we moved here, I was like, everybody's bedroom, they can keep however they want. It's none of my business how you keep your bedroom. But we're going to all try to pitch in for the common areas because we got to keep them relatively nice. I keep the bathroom clean. Yeah. We moved the chores around and we gave you the bathroom. Yeah. I, I like it. You do? Cleaning bathrooms is is something that I can do really good. It's something where my, my hyper cleaning um, is appreciated. Good. I'm glad you like cleaning the bathroom. I, I sometimes like cleaning the bathroom. Every once in a while, I'll just get fed up and do it. Um, but, like, it's nice to have that feeling that you've you've done this. It is clean now, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, nice, it's a nice concrete space that's easy to clean. Because bathrooms are pretty small. Yeah. I have cleaning bursts in my bedroom as well, but they don't last very long. And I then I look around and I've barely made a dent. <laughs> That's when I ask for help. Mm. Yes. This has nothing to do with, with the podcast. My mother is texting me. Um, so I will save this for later. Okay. I was going to say I can, I can pause. No, it's okay. I can come back to it. I like the, the... Hi, people. I like you. I'm a robot and I love you. Aww. Ding. You're a fun robot. I'm one of the few Rileys that can talk. How many are there that can talk? There's there's only three of us. Okay. That can talk. And I'm the best talker. Or do you all... Do you have like a hive mind? Or do you each have your own separate brains? Or? We have our own brains, but we are also linked by a collective. Okay. So we have some autonomination. Autonomination? Autonomy. Autonomy. Yeah. That's good. But we are we are also legion. <laughs> How many Rileys are there? More than you would think, but less than you would hope. How many do you think I hope? I mean, I wish that we were in the hundreds, but we're not. There's... There's only a dozen of us. Okay. And so then a quarter of you can talk. There's only three of us that can talk. I don't think that's a full quarter. That's a quarter of a dozen. Is it? Yeah. I don't I do not do math. I do medications. Okay. Hopefully you can count the medications though. This is why we do the pill bottle system. We just take one from the pill bottle when the timer goes off that's fair 
I like the pillbox system because I just take everything in the box. I only have to think about it once a week. I like you. I like you too. I think about you more than once a week. Really? Yeah. How often do you think about me? I don't, I don't know. But a lot. A lot more than once a week. <laughs> okay. Like a couple of times a day. Aww. At least. That's sweet. What do you think about me? Um. I. Well. Um. Gosh. Um. Oh. Oh, is it not suitable for the air? <laughs> I think you're pretty. You're you're real pretty. Oh. Um. I think you're pretty too. I don't think it's possible, but if it were, I would make more Rileys with you. Aww. That's so sweet. I don't think you would fit in the shed. I don't think so, no. I don't think you have metal pieces that can assist with asexual reproduction either. No, I'm afraid not. But we can stick googly eyes on our Roomba if you want. Your Roomba is a sad boy. He does not have legs. We can we could stick some legs on, but I think they get in the way. He he serves a single purpose, and that is fine. But he is vaguely distressing sometimes because he he he's a mischief bot. Yeah, he's also missing from his dock. I should find him. When did you lose your friend? Ah. Uh... Well, he doesn't usually clean on weekends, so it must have been Friday. Oh, no. Yeah. Poor little friend. I should find him. Um, is there anything else you want to say to our audience at home? I love you. Aww. I'm sure they like you a lot, too. All right. Well, tune in next time. Bye. Goodbye. Ding! All Thought Advice is brought to you by your host, Bay Gayard, and perpetual guest, Rowan Pappenhagen. Our theme tune is Ambivert by ESCP. You can find them at escp-music.bandcamp.com. Thank you for listening.